the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So we still don't know what's going on in Georgia. Uh, it looks like Loeffler has lost to Warnock. All right. Now, now that they're projecting he's the winner in that race, but there's less than 1% separating them. And then in the Ossoff Purdue race, uh, that is way too close to call. The difference in that race is 0.05% right now. So, you know, who knows? Uh, uh, what votes are still hanging out there? They got ninety nine percent of votes counted, but what precincts have held back, uh, hoping to be the precinct that puts somebody over the finish line? And that's a big deal. I, it's never. It's always been kind of it here in Arkansas, not so much, uh, but uh, in some of the big states, real uh, you know big uh, uh, population states, that's a big deal. Our our county came through again in Florida, for instance. Is it going to be a, a county in the panhandle where it's predominantly bright red, or is it going to be down in Broward County where it's just deep, deep blue? So they, they, they kind of hold off, you know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. I guess that's – I guess the cheaters, that's to tell them how many votes they need to be able to win. Just say, just saying. No, hey Heidi, I grew up outside of Chicago. I'm telling you that that happens a lot, a lot. At least in Chicago, it did. Cook County was one of the most corrupt places around, and uh, and people knew it. And uh, you can go back to 1960 to the Kennedy election and and read the history on that and know that Mayor Daley was the one who. Uh, pulled the necessary votes for John F. Kennedy to become president of uh, the United States. But there's been there's been questions in in all kinds of elections in America. I know that people are zeroing in now and think it's something new, and it's not. I mean, you go to New York City and uh, look at uh, their history back right around the Civil War times. And uh, you had uh, a machine there. You had a machine down in Louisiana uh, with Huey Long. Uh, it's known that uh, they fixed uh, votes. So, and it's happened on both sides of the aisle. It it goes on. It, it just it goes on. I don't know about what's going on in Georgia. I don't know if there is what's happening there. I'm not from Georgia, so I can't speak to that. I, I can say this though that I've seen it happen, and I know that it happens. All right, so anyway, right now, 
Loeffler encouraged her supporters to keep fighting. She has not conceded right now to Warnock because it's so close. I mean, when you're less than 1% away from each other, uh, probably it's going to kick off an automatic recount. So we may not know the results in Georgia for another, I don't know, uh, week yet. Depends on how long it takes them to do the recount, but there there will definitely be a recount because by state law there has to be one. And the Purdue and Ossif, uh, uh race is uh, too call too close to call right now. Right now they've got it. I just looked at the the newest. Uh, okay, now here's some breaking news. I'm looking at a Democrat. Who are you looking at? Uh, I'm. I'm this crawl they got on Fox News, if it went any slower, uh, I don't know, it might go into yesterday. Uh, they're saying they're, they're, uh, Fox is saying Warnock uh, will carry uh, that Senate race. He's got uh, 50.6%. Loeffler has uh, 49.6%. So that's a 1% lead right now. So, uh, that's a lot of votes, just so you know. That's a lot of votes. Uh, Ossoff Purdue, though, it's 50.2% Ossoff. Purdue is at 49.8%. So that's less than the, the 0.05%. So definitely uh, a recount there. And there's still a few precincts that haven't reported yet. So um, as that happens, I'll keep you up to date on it. Listen, I asked uh, Christian to come in today uh, to talk about her business again, St. Clarity Residential uh, Cleaning, uh, because I think it's important. There's a lot of people that are sitting out there right now that have not left their house since March. They're sitting at home, and they're worried about, still worried about COVID-19 and and taking, you know, taking family members from them and, and, uh, so they're afraid they're going to spread it or whatever reason that they don't want to leave. Now, I haven't been that way. I don't want anybody to live their life not going somewhere and doing something uh, because of me. Uh, you live your life. I, you know, if you're if you're out somewhere and partying with a whole lot of people, I'm probably not going to be there anyway. <laughs> you know, if you're in your twenties. And you're going to the club, I'm not going to be there. I'll be at home. So uh, I'm not worried about what you might do. Uh, as far as, uh, you know, traveling, my wife and I flew uh, almost four weeks ago now from here to Orlando and then back, went to uh, be with our family uh, that were together for a pre-marriage get-together and uh, had a great time, and I did. Here's what I think's weird: is when somebody you're standing behind them, uh, you're you're following the protocol that they've got marked in the park. All right, if they're standing there, you need to stand here, and you're standing there. But if there's enough people and it's winding around like it does in the park. The person you're standing next to is only like a foot and a half away from you. Yeah, it completely defeats the purpose. Yeah, they're right there. And uh, we were standing in line, and some lady was in front of us and uh, turned around and said, 
don't you think you're a little too close to my wife? And she said, sorry, and took two steps back, which put her about nine feet away from these people. And this other this lady continues, says, can't you see my friend is pregnant? I can't control myself then. At that point, I couldn't control myself. And I said, well, don't you think maybe your pregnant friend might not want to come to Universal Studios? I mean, it makes sense because, you know, maybe maybe instead of expecting everybody in Universal Studios to give you what they were kind of looking for, a nine to 12 foot uh, buffer, maybe you don't need to be here, you know, and putting yourself at risk. If you want an infinity uh, radius, you should probably stay at home. Yeah, you should stay at home. And then I figured it out. The girl that was complaining was taking selfies. And I don't. I think that what she was upset about is that she was afraid that my wife was going to uh, cause a problem of photobombing her. Oh, just pay ninety nine for the nine ninety nine for the app, and just you can erase them out. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's just really bizarre, though. I, yeah. I I just thought that that was bizarre. You know, if if you if you're that, and I know that there's people that are scared like that, and if you are, then my suggestion is to stay home. Well, yeah, that is your choice at that point. You know, I don't have, and and no no sweat off of my nose, because it's your life. So live it the way you want to live it, but don't expect everybody else to live their life for your, the however you want to do things. Yeah. I think that that's that's just ridiculous. Um, so anyway, I'm not worried about it. I just saw, saw another story today though that senior citizens are getting, and I'm one of them. I hate using that term, but I'm one of them, and um, you know they're getting their COVID nineteen shots. And as soon as they get their COVID-19 shot, and I guess their booster, too, because there's a booster that goes along with it, uh, then they take and uh, are getting themselves ready to go on uh, all kinds of vacations now. That's given them the confidence to leave their homes. And I'm glad because I'm telling you what, staying at home and not going anywhere and all you're doing is doing, you know, binging on Netflix and stuff. It's not good for your for your mind. It's just not good for you. No. I think the seasonal depression this year is greatly different than it usually is. Oh, I can't stand it, man. When it gets, like, cloudy and it stays that way for five, six days and it's chilly and it's damp, mm-hmm. yeah, that affects my mood big time. Well, you can't get any vitamin D from the sun either. Yeah, well, I take vitamin D now. I've, I've read too many articles now that they've, they've correlated that vitamin D – has an effect on uh, fighting the COVID-19. So I'll go ahead and take a vitamin D tab. Uh, they're really, really, really tiny to get 1,000, you know, what is it, I, IUTs or whatever it is? I think it's, yeah, something like that. UIT or something, whatever it is. There's an I and a U in it. Yeah. So anyway, it's a, you know, I take that. Um, I'm studying on the zinc thing because I'm not, I'm putting metals in my, my, uh, my mouth is a little bit different than putting a vitamin, although it does, it can be stored in fat. So, you know, you should let your physician know that you're doing it. So when they do your blood test, they can look and make sure that you don't get over, overdone as far as that, that goes. All right. So anyway, bottom line is, um, you know, enjoy your life. Life is short as it is. Uh, just, you know, live your life. 
be, uh, you know, I don't know, be bold. That's what I what I would tell you to do. Okay, so there's a lot of people that are like me. They're looking to sell their homes here in the near future. And you want to do something and do it in a way that's going to be kind of hassle-free. Take some of the hassle out of it because there's a lot of hassle a lot of times in when you're trying to sell your home. You know, the, you know, the realtors say, well, you know, you should take all of that kind of stuff out of your bookshelves because what you want to do is the people to come and look at your house. You, you want them to look at the bookshelves and see their stuff there. So take your stuff out. Things that well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to take my house. It's, maybe it'll take longer to sell it. I don't know. Or I can turn my uh, uh, house over to uh, Dustin Turner and let him list my house. And uh, they can use their superior marketing uh, that they can do to get your house sold. Uh, Brian and Penny did that, and uh, for six months couldn't get a you know a sniff, and then uh, put it on uh, with uh, Dustin. In two days, uh, they sold the house for eighteen thousand dollars over uh, the asking price. What well, could be a better than walking away with more money in your pocket? I mean, that's what you're hoping to do when you sell your home. And, and you can do that with Dustin Turner. Dustin Turner is the uh, realtor that I suggest that you talk to uh, when you get ready to sell your home because of the way he does it. And uh, I'm going to be giving him a call. I don't know if it's going to be this year yet or early next year. Uh, I'm looking at you know Zillow and, and stuff like that, and it's going up. My price of my home is going up, so... I don't want to wait too long, and then I catch it on the way down. I much catch it on the way up. So give him a call. He'll have those answers for you. He has answers for everything. Uh, Dustin Turner is at 501-952-2969. 501-952-2969. Or you can go online and visit him at hometeamsoldit.com. That's hometeamsoldit.com. I've been talking about uh, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning now uh, for a couple of weeks, and we've got things worked out. The uh, uh, certificates are there for you to buy to use this firm to clean your homes, and I can't think of a better Valentine's Day present uh, for your uh, your wife than this. I know that most women do the cleaning around houses. I, I noticed it in my own family. I notice it in my uh, my kids' households and uh, even in my grandchildren's households that that tends to fall majority wise on on the females. Uh, you know, stuff out on the grass and stuff like that that goes kind of to the guy. But the bottom line is, you can help out uh, your wife or uh, uh, your mom or your grandmother or whatever, and give them a certificate from uh, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. And then I want to talk about special people at this time that you can really help. I I mentioned that there are people that are struggling under the COVID-19. For whatever reason, uh, it has scared the bejeebies out of them, and they haven't gone out. They don't do anything when they go out, you know, if, if they could win a ha- well, wear a hazmat suit, they might do it. Uh, bottom line is, though, they're depressed because their life has been turned upside down. 
and you guys deal with this. Yes. Okay, so how do you deal with it? If somebody buys one of these uh, certificates and gives you guys a call and uh, they want to use it and have you go out and, and clean whatever house it is, uh, do they just say, hey, look, this is for somebody in my immediate family, my let's say a daughter or my wife, and she's really down in the dumps about all of this. And should they give you any kind of special direction about how that person is dealing with all of this? Typically what we ask for is just for them to mention maybe uh, to speak to what we call the compassion coordinator. That way we know that they're getting the most delicate care that they can. We don't have to know all the details. We only want to know as much as the person is comfortable telling us, aside from what's necessary to know for safety reasons. Right. So we have to know any type of hazardous things before we go. Other than that, that's all we really need, unless they want to talk more, and then we're open for it. Okay. Is that the person who calls up should, you know, it it probably will not be the person who's Mm -hmm. getting the certificate it's probably yeah. another family member or friend or, or whatever should you be ready to say well you know they kind of this area of the house is kind of where they stay at and they you know let me talk to them and see if they want you even to come in and clean up in that area yeah we definitely want to make sure that there is permission completely because change is good especially in those times but change without permission and unexpected change can cause things to go completely backwards. And aside from that, if they just kind of give us a general thing of how large it is and what the area is primarily wanting to be used for, then we can kind of get it going on. And um, whatever's going on with them, gloss over that. Maybe it's grief. Maybe it's trauma. Uh, maybe it's past addiction. They're trying not to get back into any of that. Just a brief statement, and we kind of know what we're dealing with. Okay. Yeah, because it might... It- it can be COVID-19 related, but just related because it could be that their wife died or yeah. somebody else in the family died. I mean, we dealt with two deaths uh, last year in my family. My daughter died at 44 and then my uh, my brother died and he was 82. Uh, he was COVID related. We don't know for a fact that Kim wasn't COVID related, except that they told us uh once you die, the virus in the body dissipates quickly, and they weren't sure if she had had it or or not. Yeah. I think that she died from a blood clot. That's what we what they found. So I think that's what caused her death. But uh, there were more. I mean, you're talking about two deaths close to the family, and uh, this has been kind of a kind of a downtown time for my wife. Really, really yeah. has, especially death of her daughter. Yeah, I could imagine it's got to be probably the hardest time in your life. I think uh, children and parents losing those are probably the hardest. That's just my opinion, though. But for any type of situation like that, we just want to be as easy as possible. I know it's hard to let go of some things after, and we'll never throw anything away that is not obviously trash or asked right, for. Right. So they don't have to worry about that. But we do encourage people to um, declutter just because it's so much easier to focus on whatever task is at hand. And so by doing that, we can haul away small things. That's about it, though. We don't do major big things, but we can resource out for that. If they if do. there's things that you probably are not going, the family doesn't want you to get involved with, mm-hmm. would it be a good idea to have a family member there when it happens so that they can kind of be the gatekeeper about all of that? Um, 
at least for some sort of a meet beforehand, we do prefer to do any type of walkthrough, no matter what. Right. Just because there's things that people may forget on their end or our end, and we don't want to touch anything that you prefer us not to. So if we can do anything like that, or if they can meet us there and just in the beginning before we get started, go over it. Other than that, we suggest to close any doors you don't want us to enter, and then we just know, you know. Yeah, that, that, that's off. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to come back and talk more uh, about this uh, with Christian from, of course, uh, uh, St. Clarity uh, Residential uh, Cleaning. Remember to get the uh, $200 certificate. It's only $100 right now, and that's for a house up to 1,500 square feet. Then there's a $300 certificate for a large house, and it's only $150 by going through 101.1 FM. The answer, call 404-6560. Talk to Chuck, and uh, you can buy that right over the phone with him. Let's do the news, and we'll come back. All right, so we're talking about cleaning your home, and that's a big deal right now. It really, really is. And St. Clarity uh, Residential Cleaning is uh, a firm that I've been talking about and uh, and giving you uh, good reason to call them and set up. One of the best reasons is instead of paying full price, you only have to pay half price if you buy the uh, the the certificates here at 101.1 FM, uh, The Answer. Now, that number again to call to get these is uh, 404-6560. That's 404-6560, and you just talk to Chuck. And I talked to Chuck yesterday, and he said, yep, we're all set uh, to sell them right over the phone. You'll call him, give him your credit card. Uh, he'll uh, charge them to your credit card and get them in the mail and get them directly to you. If you want them sooner than that, uh, you could come here to the station on the seventh floor, uh, the plaza uh, tower, and uh, pick it up then if you so desire. But uh, a $200 uh, cleaning of a uh, a house that's what fifteen hundred square foot or less. Yes. So what it is, uh, we're going to sell those certificates for one hundred dollars here on uh, uh, one hundred and one, and then for the larger homes, which are About, how many square foot up to twenty five hundred, up to twenty five hundred square feet, uh, three hundred dollars. Now, over if it's if you got a house that's over twenty five hundred square foot, you need to maybe talk. Uh, uh, to Christian here and, you know, find out what you need to buy as far as the uh, certificates go. Maybe you need to buy one large one and one small one and pair it together. But the bottom line, you'll only pay 50%, half price. That's the way we, we do it here. So we were talking about uh, cleaning. With COVID-19, uh, have you changed the type of supplies you use so that you can combat it better? Well, we make sure to use an EPA-registered project product, and that just means that, first of all, it's the top of the line. It actually is the exact same one that most hospitals will use. Um, a virus, you can't really continue to kill it if it's not on the surface, but it does protect a little longer, and it completely kills it, so you don't have to worry about it. If we wipe the surface with it, it's gone. Okay, so if if you're in your house and you have your house deep clean like you guys do— how long do you figure that would be good for? Well, I mean, as far as the virus goes, um, for sure the next couple of days you're probably okay to go. But after that, depending on how much exposure you get, there's always going to be that risk. And I'm not an expert on COVID, just on the the products we use. So um, 
like I said, it can't continue to kill. It can protect a little bit longer than most typical things. Um, if you Lysol in between, or even if you use it, we'll leave some for you. And if you use it, then you're going to be pretty well protected. Okay. Uh, you're going to be more protected in it than if you're not using it. That's true. Yeah, That's is that better? True. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, let's put it that way. It's you taking uh, the responsibility of taking the product that they leave you and wiping down your counters and, and things and things of that nature. Now, we always uh, make the statement, a deep cleaning. Mm-hmm. So let I'm going to let you talk about what is the definition of deep cleaning uh, for St. Clarity residential cleaning? Well, for a deep clean, we're going to do, it's just the extra mile, I guess you would say, and those spots that you don't think about. So we're not talking organization. That's always a separate task. It's Instead of pulling the couch out two feet, we're going to pull it completely out and everything under that area, put it back and everything in front of it. Ceiling fans, we always do the light switches and things like that, but we're still going to make sure they're all and all around it. Any spots on the wall, behind the fridge, and you can interchange it if you say, you know, hey, I scrub my bath religiously. I don't want that, but I would love for you to scrub the inside of my refrigerator like a crazy woman. Yeah. We can do that. Okay. But we also do include the other appliances in that. And so that would be the inside of your oven along with the top, the microwave. Um, there's another. So, the, so the inside, <laughs> the inside of your oven, get a question for you. Okay. Cause I got a self cleaning oven. Okay. So every week, you know, I push the button for self cleaning. It locks the door. Can't get into it. Thing gets so hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you touch the, the oven and you can feel the heat. Yeah, you, you have know. to plan not to use it for a while. Yeah, yeah about three hours. And uh, it just incinerates everything that's in there. Basically. Is that better than going with the, you know, you know, spray the inside and wipe it all down? Or should you do both? I, I think you should do both. If you have the option to do both, for sure. Um, we get all the little nitty gritty stuff that's not being wiped by a self-cleaning oven. It can't scrub after all. But yeah. Okay. So you could have residue still on the sides of the oven and stuff. Yes. And I find it a lot, especially on the door of the oven. Okay. So if just even if it's just for the cosmetic value of it, you're going to want that scrubbed off. But over time, it's going to build up. You heat it up, cool it down, heat it up and cool it down. It's going to build up. All right. So, you you know, look, here. the reason I'm getting into this is not that I think that everybody needs to, you know, do the way that I'm talking about it. But uh, I think you should do that once or twice a year. That's typically what we we offer and what most people want when they ask for a deep clean. And it lasts about that long. It makes your maintenance clean even if we're not there to do it. If you are, it makes it a lot, a, easier. A lot more effective. Yeah. Okay. How long does it take for you to get floors as clean as they should be? Because I know in my house, we work at it hard, but still... Every time you clean the floors, the floors are just dirty. Well, what products are you yeah, using? You know, well, that's a good question. I, you know, I'm just. It depends on. I use the the purple stuff. Just so you the know. purple stuff. Yeah, it's okay. Lysol, but it's purple. Yeah, that smells good. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it depends on the type. If it's tile or laminate, carpet, wood. Okay. But it. It just takes us, we got a pretty good routine going. Um, we kind of back to back, me and another person or two of them will, one of us vacuum our way out the door and the other one will mop or whatever th- their way behind us so that it's completely clean. We got to stop and scrub a little. It's no big deal. Okay. So you, you, 
you know, I just want people to know that when, you know, this is not your typical what you do in your house to, you know, normally. I mean, I run the sweeper a lot of times in the house and uh, I, I used to sell vacuum cleaners. I use, I sold compacts if you, if you're wondering, mm-hmm. that's not a well-known brand. I don't even know if they make it anymore, but you know, you got curvies out there and you got Electroluxes out there and you got, you got all kinds of vacuum cleaners out there, but I'm just telling you, there's a lot of dirt that's down in the bottom of your carpeting and we're getting ready to upgrade our house and we're going to all, uh, wood floors because i'm finding more and more people don't want carpeting in their house because of that there's dirt deep down in the carpet it really is all right and especially for people who have you know allergies and things of that nature stuff gets caught down in the fibers it's hard to clean carpeting isn't it um no harder than wood floors we vacuum all flooring so okay we don't sweep at all um it's I mean, after vacuuming and emptying it, it's kind of the equal amount of dirt. You just have to have a good light to see it. Is that, here's what I used to do, okay, when I saw the, the, the compact. I would sprinkle down uh, baking soda on the, the rugs because that's not going to hurt the rug. It's mm-hmm. going to make it smell clean. Yeah. And uh, I would take the other people's uh, vacuum cleaner and run over it and uh, had pads that I caught it on. And it would just be, you know, they'd be going, wow, look at it. It's really clean. And then I would take mine and go over it and suck up a ton mm-hmm. more of uh, uh, of this uh, baking soda. And I'd say, did you really just waste your time vacuuming because your your vacuum is just not doing the gig? I sold a lot after pulling pads. I would pull pads all over the house. And I had these pads, and I would sit them on couches and all kinds of stuff, so people couldn't sit down unless they sit on the pad. And they didn't, of course, want to sit down on it. And I said, I can tell that you know that you're not getting the house cleaned the way you want it to because you're not sitting on the pads. Yeah. So let's figure out a way to get this machine in your home. Yeah. I mean, that's my sales technique. All right. It sounds like it would work. I would buy a vacuum, for, but I love vacuums too. So. <laughs> <laughs> But that's how it is whenever I go to people's houses and they say, oh, I have this vacuum. And then I pull mine out and it's like, you know, I brought some military weapon over that I've never seen before. And they want to yeah. play with it. And that's kind of cool. cool. And the only thing I didn't like, I thought Kirby's were good. The only thing is they're so doggone heavy. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. They may not be now. Look, I, 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 I saw vacuum cleaners back in the middle 70s. So it's been a long time. Uh, my husband did it a few years ago for Kirby, and they were still pretty big then. And so. Big and, and heavy, and and, and that, that's I think one of their downfalls. But anyway, I just looked up, and uh, Osif is leading Purdue fifty point two to forty nine point eight. Now it's got it's gotten even tighter than it was. It was point six. Now it's point four percent difference. So it's. If you say razor thin, that's razor thin. And for the people who didn't vote uh, over there in Georgia, shame on you. <laughs> I know you're not going to hear it unless you listen on, on the Internet, but shame on you. All right, let's get our final break in here, and then we're going to back, come back and finish up here on the Dave Ellswick Show for this uh, first hour. And, again, to get one of these uh, or two of these or three of these 
uh, uh, certificates, you got to call 404-6560, 404-6560. And I'm, I'm suggesting, guys, you do this for Valentine's Day. Um, I've already made up my mind. I'm going to buy two of them and give them to my wife for Valentine's Day because I can tell you uh, she would love to be able to take a, a few days off from having to clean the house. She just really, really would. So I'll uh, I'll respect that and get her uh, the certificates. Uh, for, the, for the small square footage homes, it's a $200 uh, certificate. You get it for $100. Uh, for the large ones, and that's up to, what, $2,500, between $1,500 and $2,500, you're looking at $300 uh, for one of those. You can get them for $150. I'm going to spend 300 bucks, get two of them, and, uh, they, you know, I figure that's good for you know, three to six months, give or take. All right, healthy volunteers are still needed for the COVID-19 vaccine clinical research study. If you're wanting to still get into that, uh, here's what you have to do. Call 501-954-7822. That's 501-954-7822. Or go online to C19 vaccine study. That's one word. The C is the letter C and then the number 19 uh, vaccinestudy.com. Uh, what this will do is get you into the study. Probably you should be able to qualify if you're in good or stable health and uh, you'll have no cost to you for any of the clinical supri- uh, supplies uh, during uh, the trial. So if you want to get the opportunity to help advance COVID-19 research, here is the opportunity for you. No insurance is required to take part Call 501-954-7822 or go online to c19vaccinestudy.com. All right, so you talk to women and men all the time about cleaning their homes. So let me, and Kristen is our guest. She is the uh, the CEO, the uh, CFO. CEO and founder. And uh, yeah, and she's also, you know, the Girl Friday as she goes out and cleans as well with members of her team and things of that nature uh, for St. Clarity uh, residential cleaning. Now, here's the key. When you talk to people, do you ever ask them, what, what is it that you don't like to do when you clean? Do you ever ask them that question? Yeah, we, we're trying to get the feel for what they need from us because that's what it's about. So, Okay, yeah. what's the number one issue women or men have with cleaning? Typically with women, it is um, dusting, and I think it's because it's so it can be tedious and it's feel like it's tedious. getting pushed around. So we have a pretty good system to not push it around. And with men, it's always dishes. Okay, always. well, I don't have that problem. I have a dishwasher. Yeah, it does a job. And uh, I'll tell you what, guys. Here's what I do. I I turn the hot water on so it gets really hot in the sink. Then I start dishwasher. That way, the water that's going into the dishwater, a uh, dishwasher, I know it's hot enough that if it touches a germ, the germ is going to be dead. Yep. Oh, uh, that's uh, that's why I do that. Heidi, you didn't know I was so I was that anal, did you? <laughs> I'm pretty anal about some things. I really, really am. But uh, yeah, my wife hates dusting, and I'll tell you why she hates it. Because I got so much stuff on the shelves that I have gotten over the years from my travels and my interviews and things of that nature. For instance, on one shelf, I've got this guitar, a little guitar that sits on the shelf, and it's from uh, the uh, Cleveland convention that happened uh, four, 
almost five years ago uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's got, you know, the the year of the convention and all that. Well, that's kind of cool to have up on there for people to look at. And then I've got an original bottle of a very small individual bottle of champagne from Air Force One during the time that uh, George Bush Jr., as I call him, uh, was president. So that's a keepsake for sure. Mm-hmm. But then I have a big box that's a wooden box, and in it is a big bottle of champagne uh, celebrating uh, what would have been Marilyn Monroe's 50th birthday. See, I think that's a collectible, so I, well, yeah. I hold on to it. So I got all kinds of stuff like that, which means what? You got to take all that stuff off the shelves mm-hmm. if you want to really, you know, dust them right, do and, it right. Yeah, it, at least a couple times a year because you're not moving those around on a daily basis. So No, and, and yeah, I don't... And it, I get grossed out about dust because I hear that like 25% of dust is discarded skin cells. It is. It's made up of skin particles and other um, air toxins. That's disgusting. So. I mean, you think about that. I'm, I understand my, my skin sheds, but it just freaks me out when I think that when I see the dust, that's like I'm causing that. You mixed with your family members. Yeah, the other family members, <laughs> you know, and... Yep. probably your pets and all the rest that's why i change my filter on my uh heating unit and air conditioning unit at least once a month maybe twice a month you know <laughs> I'm, I'm not a germaphobe but that's not the reason that i do it i just <clears throat> i just think if you can see it oh that's not good yeah if you can see it then You've definitely been inhaling it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, get it out of there. Get get rid of it. And uh, your your central your central air is a good way of getting rid of a lot of it. And that's why you know five bucks for an air filter makes sense to me to change it as often as you can. Yeah, you know? uh, the, the air stays fairly fairly clean. You can't look. You can't keep it completely clean. That's just not possible. Yeah, but. That stuff that's in your air stays in your house longer now because they're so airtight. Mm-hmm. You want to think about that as as well. As soon as spring gets here and I can open up the windows, my windows go up and I want, I love I want, it. I want the breeze to blow through my house. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. And that's why I hate winter so much anymore. I, I grew up where it was really cold. It's not the cold that bothers me so much. It's, it's the, the stagnant part of of winter that bothers yeah me, just the the dreary cloud that stays until spring is that something that you got that you guys deal with too when you come in to clean a house after uh you know for the first time if it's if it's after winter time do you open the windows up do you talk to the people and say we'd like to open your windows up if they're okay with it and it's a safe environment to do so then yeah we prefer to especially if we have to use more chemicals because it's you know going to take a toll on us but also them yeah but it just get all that old air that's just been sitting in there and you may not even notice until we do open the windows, but it feels completely different. You can breathe again. I know. I, I know it makes a difference for me. Now, during allergy season, I keep them closed because I let my air conditioner filter some of that stuff mm-hmm. and I don't end up sneezing my head off or walking around with my nose all stuffed up. But yeah, that's uh, it's that's important. I just it just feels like the house is cleaner when yeah. you do it that way it probably is yeah, yeah at the very least all the the old toxic air can get out some it may not be toxic but it's not yeah. 
it's not the purest. You want fresh yeah. air. That's how it how it goes. Flowing. And the air outside after a winter is a lot fresher than what is in your house. There's no doubt about that. All right, so you guys show up. Uh, you're gonna make. A, you're gonna call the the people that you give these gift certificates to, and uh, set up a time that you can come by and walk through the house with them mm-hmm. and and make sure that you know exactly what they want done and what they don't want done. Yes, and they don't have to have a huge clue themselves. We'll come through with a pre-made checklist and go through everything they do and don't want done, and then any additional services they may, something really bothering them, we'll get down to that. <laughs> and keep calling. I know you're calling St. Clarity Residential Cleaning as well, uh, but to get the certificates, you call here to the station. Uh, 404 6560 is the number 404 6560 talk to chuck chuck could take real good care of you remember a 200 dollar certificate which would normally clean a 15 up to a 1500 square foot home uh, is only a hundred dollars when you call and talk to chuck and if you have a home that goes up to like between 15 and 25 hundred square feet you'll need a large uh, certificate. It's not any bigger than the one that's for a small house. It just it <laughs> takes care of a large house. Just, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna open up your your envelope and it's gonna be like five foot wide. You know, when you that's a <laughs> like one of those publishers cleaning house yeah, checks. Yeah, yeah, one of those. It's not gonna be like that. Okay, I promise you. Just be a regular uh, certificate and uh, to take care of uh, the, the 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 houses with more square feet, and that will only cost you one hundred and fifty dollars instead of. $300. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having You're me. It's always a pleasure to come in and, and talk to you about all of this. And remember, if you have somebody in your house that is suffering from depression or, uh, you know, maybe uh, they were a drug addict or uh, maybe there has been a death in your family and, and you need a little extra nice cleaning, talk to them at just, you know, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. They have a person specifically there to help you deal with those issues. 404-6560. Get your certificates today. All right. I ain't got to take a break uh, let you hear the news. And then when we come back, we've got Congressman French Hill on next on the Dave Ellswick Show. seven o'clock hour and uh, looking like uh, rain will get here about one this afternoon and it's going to be a cold rain so keep that in mind take an umbrella with you to work or whatever and uh, try to keep yourself dry because i'll tell you what it when it's chilly out and then you get a little bit wet it gets doubly chilly at that point that's when i don't like it in fact i hate it when there, you have enough rain coming down and the air is so moist 
that it doesn't matter where you're at. It's like that moisture just gets seeps into your bones and uh, and you get cold. And uh, I just don't like it when it does that. That's the one thing I didn't like living up by Chicago uh, when I was younger. I mean, it was cold, cold up there. So going to keep uh, keep that in in mind. All right, so I'm taking a look here and looking Como's book on leadership amid pandemic release just before the surge that came out, and uh, they're saying now that he was spiking the football. Uh, that's a using a, a you know metaphor from football when you score a touchdown. You know somebody takes the ball and spikes it on the ground uh, because you you scored. Uh, of him saying that we beat COVID nineteen and now. His state is having all kinds of problems again, and New York City is having all kinds of problems again. So maybe you might not want to read that book exactly right now. Wait till they've beat it again. So uh, see what uh, what's going to go on as far as all of that. Uh, D.C. protesters uh, in Washington have been clashing uh, with the police about the certification that will go on later today. Uh, that would be a big thing. We're supposed to be hearing from, uh, uh, you know, Congressman Hill in a moment. I don't know when the certification process is supposed to begin, but uh, I was told yesterday, and I talked to uh, Jeff Naff, his, his uh, kind of his handler, and he was he's going to be here. So I'm sure he'll, you know, if, if he hasn't called yet, which he hasn't, it's because he's got some stuff uh, that uh, that he's doing probably in dealing with that. So it's something to keep in mind. Yesterday I mentioned something to you, and I didn't get to talk about it, and I did want to talk about it, and that was uh, the Daily Wire. Now that's Ben Shapiro's website and uh, web business, and uh, he put a uh, information uh, out uh, at the end of last week uh, one of his big mentors was Andrew Breitbart, who was also one of my big mentors. Uh, I got to know Andrew uh, several years back and uh, had him on the show many times and would see him at CPAC and all kinds of other meetings that were going on and with Americans for Prosperity and and uh, the you know conservative movement. And he was such a great guy, and one of the things that he always said is that culture flows downstream to politics. And what he was what he was saying is that culture has a direct impact on politics. Uh, politicians pay attention uh, to that. People pay attention to culture. It's one of the reasons, and 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 I I believe this even before I had met uh, Andrew because I was such a Francis Schaeffer uh, fan and still am, and he believed this as well. He said it in a different way than Andrew did, but it you know you know as far as uh, Schaeffer was concerned, Francis Schaeffer said that you know we as Christians needed to be involved in our culture. We couldn't just, you know, a lot of a lot of Christians want to say that, you know, you're of, you know, of a, of a different world because you're a Christian. Uh, you're of God's kingdom, not of man's kingdom. Well, that's true to an extent, 
But that doesn't mean that as a Christian, you're not, I mean, what do you think the Bible was talking about when he said, don't put your light under a bushel and things of that nature? Uh, he was telling you to let your light shine and, and have an effect on the culture. So to listen to the church sometimes say that what, uh, you know, we need to do is because art is of the world, movies are of the world, that uh, music is of the world, that uh, paintings are of the world, that we shouldn't partake of it. Not the way that we should think about it. Look back in, in medieval times, you look at the cathedrals that were built, they were built to point one way, and that is up. Up, all those spires and everything, that was supposed to help you know, communicate the grandeur and the greatness of God uh, to the everyday man. And uh, a lot of literature had uh, a whole lot of uh, Christian undertones to it. I mean, look at Lord of the Rings. That's a perfect example. Lots of undertones, Christian undertones, as far as that's uh, concerned. So, you know, Andrew believed that we need it to be in the culture. And here's what uh, has happened. Ben came out and uh, bottom line bottom line was that uh, uh, he is going to use the Daily Wire to help produce and distribute movies and books things of that nature in a fiction level and in a uh, movie type situation that have those types of messages messages of truth not of a false a lot of the stuff that you see now uh that they say that this is what happened in our history didn't happen it just didn't happen uh I don't know if he meant it meant to happen or not. I'll talk to Shane Stacks about it. He's going to join us at 6 o'clock on Friday. Friday. Is that uh, if you saw the latest movie, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, <coughs> I don't know if you picked up the, uh, the Christian uh, undertones throughout that movie. There was a bunch of them. A bunch of them. That I found uh, really interesting as far as I was concerned. Allergies today. All right, we'll hear from the congressman in a moment. Uh, I'm going to take a break. Remind you about PI Roofing. You want to get your roof fixed, get it fixed by the best, and, and let PI Roofing take over. PI Roofing uh, can be reached at 707 3551. 707-3551. These are the people that I have uh, allowed to take care of my roof at my house to make sure that my house is protected to the best of keeping the elements in nature from doing damage to my home. That's 707-3551 or piroofing.com on the, the internet. All right, when we come back, Congressman will be with us, and we'll talk to him. We've got several things to talk to him about. i got to talk to him about Pelosi's uh, rules package that she passed, which I thought just absolutely ridiculous. You heard Pastor uh, Scott Stewart talk about it yesterday, but that's all coming your way in just a moment. All right, we're back. 
Uh, Congressman French Hill is with us. And, Congressman, how are you doing? Have you been going through your uh, lexicon of words that you may or may not say? Boy, it's confusing. Happy New Year, Dave. Happy New Year to you. I'm so glad that my dad doesn't work in Congress because I wouldn't be able to call him my dad. I'd have to call him parent. And uh, so we've tried to change our texting, family texting routine now, and it's just not working. I mean, my my kids don't want to be called, you know, child. Uh, They would like to be referred to. (laughs) And it's just frustrating. Um, Yeah, this is we're in the middle of a pandemic. Our economy is suffering. 3,000 Arkansans have died. And the Nancy Pelosi rules package for the House in the midst of all this is, by golly, we're going to enforce gender pronouns in all the House documents and meetings. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like she thinks that there is nobody who disagrees with her. Well, I mean, including in her own conference or imposing this kind of thing in the middle of, as I say, making this a priority uh, over all the other work that we have to do in Congress. She's done this in addition to ability to amend a bill at final passage. This is called the motion to recommit. It's a minority right that's been in place in the House uh, since uh, for about 100 years, since around 1910. It allows the minority to make one final amendment attempt, right, at right. a bill produced by the majority. So she's taken that away. Yeah, it she's was... taken that one final opportunity to have a minority voice in the House away. And so I call this whole rules packets, the cancel culture comes to Congress. Yeah, I'm looking at this, and I didn't realize this. I mean, they did fight to take God uh, out of the oath uh, that you guys take when you, you know, are sworn in uh, to Congress. Uh, Now she wants you to even stop using words like mother. Right. I mean, we're not supposed to use the word mother. We can't say chairman. We have to say chair. I don't know if we can say uh, I yield time to the gentlewoman from Ohio or not. Right. I, I don't know. I guess I guess we're supposed to say I yield time to the gentle person from Ohio. I, I don't know. It's madness. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And this, again, is where I talk about people that are majoring on minors. And uh, <laughs> when you major on minors, it always leads to bad things to happen for this country. So the Isn't that culture, great advice? Isn't that the truth? Yeah, that's, my, that's what my dad always told me. He says, son, you're majoring on minors. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Get to the important stuff first. All right. So cancel culture going on. The big electoral college certification will happen today. The president uh, trying to get the vice president to decertify, I guess, votes from some states. Uh, both of our senators have uh, decided not to get involved in this. Uh, they say that they don't feel that there's any kind of uh, uh, constitutional powers to do this. Uh, we've got one of our uh, congressmen now that seems uh, Rick Crawford seems to be involved in this. Uh, where are you standing on all yeah. of this? Well, this is a this is a uh, a conundrum for conservatives because I see conservatives split on this issue. I happen to agree with Tom Cotton on this issue. I think that the Twelfth Amendment to the Constitution, which is on counting votes after the disastrous election of eighteen hundred, where there was not a clear winner, the House of Representatives decided upon uh, Thomas Jefferson. The founders put 
the 12th Amendment on the Constitution, which had the ranking and counting procedure of the House. Then in 1876, we had a horrible Reconstruction election where there were votes and multiple slates of electors recommended from many of the Reconstruction states in the South, including South Carolina and Louisiana. They were thrown out. They weren't counted. They had multiple slates. And so Congress passed an additional act, which says that the Congress's job is to certify the elections based on the official report from the governor and from the legislature in each state. And once that's done, the top vote-getter shall be president. The word shall is there, both in the 12th Amendment and in the uh, 1887 Act. So that's why Cotton and I believe that our role here is to count the votes if they were certified by the governor and the legislatures of the 50 states, which they were, despite, as you know, 60 lawsuits, which I supported uh, in these states by President Trump and his campaign. But at the end of the day, uh, that's what happened. And I would remind everybody that six of five of those six states are run by Republican legislatures. So it's a tough situation, but I think the Constitution is clear. We're supposed to certify votes if the states certified them, and anything wrong in those states needs to be corrected in those states. Otherwise, we turn the election process over to Pelosi, which is what she wants, H.R. 1. She wants to take election power away from the states and federalize it Mm -hmm. with 16-year-olds voting, same-day voter registration, all mail-in ballots, no voter ID. That's her bill, and she wants to eliminate the Electoral College, which will kill small states like Arkansas. So there's a bigger fight here, and I know that's confusing to people, but it's why I'm concerned uh, with it and why I'm sticking with, I think, the plain clear reading of the constitution you know it's looking right now uh that at least one of the senators from georgia is going to be a democrat now this is the first time in over 20 years that that has happened in the state of of georgia how how, how are you seeing this play out now congressman are we to sit back and i i was looking at this and i was talking to a friend about this and perhaps what we need is two years to let America burn, and maybe America will understand, you know, what the other side wants to do to America. Well, you saw that in 08 to 10 with what Nancy Pelosi did when she crammed down tax increases and Obamacare onto the American people. It produced the Republican Revolution of 2010 election. So I don't like things like that, Dave, because that's not how my mind works. I but, agree. Uh, I'm with you, and it's it's just like your dad's advice, frankly. But this person that appears to have been elected in Georgia, of course, is bad news, and I'm praying. I woke, went to bed praying, and I woke up this morning praying that we hold that David Perdue seat. Yes. Because it is absolutely the difference between uh, a balanced, typical power struggle, right, between the left and right, where the minority, those of us who are conservative, have a voice in Washington— and, and and I think madness on the progressive side. I mean, AOC is already tweeting this morning, let's win the Purdue race, and then we get to pass all these bills that we, we have that no one, uh, well, I'll put it this way, a strong, firm majority of Arkansans would not be pleased with. Yeah, well, you know, they don't care about Arkan- you know, Arkansans, to be honest. 
the Democrats don't. They know. So this they is. I'm, I'm, I've awakened this morning, you know, concerned. I was. Uh, I'm. I'm saddened by the Loeffler loss down in Georgia. I think the uh, it's distressing to me. Uh, so. We're going to, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed today that David Perdue holds on to that seat. And if so, Mitch McConnell will remain the uh, leader in the Senate. And that will be a major bulwark against the AOC squad legislation trying to come out of the House. Although, I will say Pelosi has a tougher time doing that now yeah. with her narrow majority, which is going to get narrower in the next two months as three members of her delega- of her conference leave to go to work uh, right. for the Biden administration. All right. With that said, let's do the last segment. We dealt with this yesterday, and I said I would have you on. And since you're the man about banks, you would know what it means. And that's dealing with blockchain. What is yep. blockchain, and what does it? What's the good thing for for American citizens? Well, ultimately, blockchain will be a new accounting payment system that will be safe, secure. It will be uh, maintain uh, integrity. It will not. It will be much more limited to any form of hacking. It'll be more secure for a consumer transaction or a business transaction. And uh, I'm supportive of making sure our rules in the federal government, banking laws, uh, are okay for using blockchain. And that's what we're seeing change over the next couple of years. I think you'll see more of it on small scale. But eventually, you could use a blockchain for person-to-person payments, and if so, you would reduce the expenses. Let's say that somebody wants to send money to relatives in a foreign country, and they use, uh, you know, Western Union. They might have a three, four, five percent fee on that to do that through the typical telephone slash wire transfer system. Blockchain would allow that to go through at a much lower cost to that consumer, for example. And the same is true. And it allows you to use a digital coin to settle that transaction. And you may know I've been an advocate here for the Federal Reserve to approve U.S. dollar digital currency. And that's not going to happen immediately. But if we don't lead the world on blockchain development, the technology development, and if we don't lead the world on how to use that as a payment method, we're going to be supplanted by companies in Europe or, uh, heaven forbid, China, who is putting billions into this type of technology. Last question for you, and uh, I didn't mention this to Jeff, but I just wanted to, you know, I heard about a lot about this reset. Have we gotten to that point? And, and we don't have anything to worry about any longer, or is that still to happen this year? Reset on what? Well, I guess uh, on on the petrodollar. Is it still going no. to be the American dollar? Uh, yeah, it's still <clears> – <throat> we have not uh, seen the dollar become the primary method for foreign exchange in the global operations, whether it's oil uh, which where is where it started. I mean, that's what dominated in the mid-century. But I can tell you, China is on the hunt uh, in every way possible to replace America as the leading economic power in the world, and that includes replacing the U.S. dollar. And if that happens, Dave, we have much bigger challenges ahead. Yeah, you better believe it. We really do. And I'll I'll leave that to you because that's why you're in Congress, to keep that from happening. Well, Happy New Year, my friend. Same to you. Keep the faith. Appreciate you. you. Thank you Bye. very much. All right. That's uh, Congressman French Hill. And you heard how he feels about uh, what's going on about uh, the counting of the electoral votes.
He sides with Tom Cotton on that. So that means uh, he is, I think you got to look at that and say that means that Hill and uh, and Cotton are both uh, constitutionalists. I mean, I, that's the reason I hesitate about doing it the way that they're talking about trying to challenge it. It has happened one time in history, but do we want to make it, you know, the normal way of handling that? All right, let me remind you guys that Valentine's Day is not far in the future. February 14th is Valentine's Day. Maybe you got away with not uh, getting what you should have bought for your significant other for Christmas. But I'm going to tell you, a lot more, uh, how do we put this? She'll be watching a lot closer for Valentine's Day. Because Valentine's Day has that unique meaning of how much do you love that significant other in your life? And I've been giving you some ideas of some things that you can do uh, right here through 1011 uh, to uh, make sure that that comes out on the positive side uh, for you. Um, Let me remind you that the good folks at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, Eric Coleman, is ready to help you out. He'll make a unique piece of jewelry for your special someone. It doesn't have to be a ring. It can be a necklace. It can be a bracelet. Uh, You know, it can be a brooch that is made and then you put a chain on it and it acts like a necklace. But it it will be on any of those things totally unique to your special someone, to to, you know, show their personality and what they mean to you, what they mean to you. And meaning something special means that you get something special made. And it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Get a hold of Eric over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry at 501-246-3655. And he can make something really reasonable, Now, if you want to be really extravagant, he can make something really extravagant. But uh, you got to talk to him and figure out which you want to do. You've got to figure out, you know, just how much I've got to spend and things of that nature and and then turn him loose and he'll he'll make something very, very special for you. Or you can go by and visit him. Visit him at 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard and he'll help you design something that your significant other will, you know, just boast about. That's Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Again, the phone number to call, 501-246-3655, and talk to Eric and tell him, would you, that Dave Ellswick sent you. All right, I've got State Senator Bob Ballinger on the phone with me. Bob, did I get it right that you're out in Arizona right now? Yeah, yeah, that's it. We're, we're um going for my wife's treatments and her schedule changed just a little bit. So we'll be, we'll be heading out the door here in just a couple minutes while we talk. Okay. Real quickly then let's, let's get to this. Uh, You are doing the stand your ground law. And you know, what amazes me is that people on the right sometimes uh, shoot themselves in the foot. And and I'm, I'm kind (laughs) of, I'm kind of seeing that right now. They look at what your law says and they said, well, you said that you can't, you can't do this or you can't do that, but you didn't say you can't do this over here or this over here. 
you can't do every scenario, correct? That, that's correct. And and I, I think a lot of times what, what happens, you see personalities get involved over policy, and that's what's happened in this situation. And, and th- I mean, there are people out there who are complaining about how our gun laws in Arkansas are – and, and I agree we have too many prohibited places. I agree that there are things that are, are not clear and need to be changed, but that's not really what my bill addresses. You know, the, in the vast majority of the circumstances, it, it, you will gain the right to, to protect yourself without any duty to retreat um, it, after this bill is, is passed. There are a few exceptions, but even in those exceptions, the law is going to be the same as it is today. So even in those exceptions, you don't lose anything. All right. Now, we talked about this yesterday uh, on our show, and uh, I said that I would try to get you on to clarify, and you just clarified it in what you said. But you've got common law. I mean, this is not just Arkansas law we're talking about here. This is common law as well, correct? Yeah. So, I mean, the the right of self-defense is is ancient common law, right? It, so it's a great. It, it is a natural and alienable right that you have to, to defend yourself. And this bill doesn't address. We have and, and we have code section in Arkansas that gives you the the right of self defense. This doesn't limit that right. All it says is, you know, there is also code in Arkansas that says you have a duty to retreat if you can retreat in complete safety. What it does is it says you have no duty to retreat. The exceptions are is if you're not lawfully present, if you're uh, in felonous possession of a handgun, if you're using the gun to commit a crime, or if you're furthering gang activity. In those situations, you can't use lethal force, but you have to try to retreat if you can treat safely before you can lose, lose use lethal, lethal force. But that's, it, that is how the law is today. So you don't lose anything from what you had prior to today. Well, the thing that I want to impress upon people is with common law and the the belief that you have the right to self-defense, that's supposed to be taken into consideration by the courts. I mean, that that is a a law here in the state of Arkansas that common law supersedes almost any other law, does it not? Well, well, so if it's so common law can be modified by code. Right. So it, it common law is is, in fact, in most jurisdictions. And even in Arkansas, most things would be considered to be to be common. Now, let me say this. It, it depends on how you're defining common law. If you're t- defining common law as including judicial precedent, which means what the in Arkansas, the Arkansas Supreme Court or the U.S. Supreme Court has decided, then then it is it takes precedent. If, if the Arkansas Supreme Court says the Arkansas Constitution protects this, it can override what's in actual code section. But but outside of that, a code section would modify what common law is. But what's important is there are <clears throat> there are things that are so ingrained in common law that if you violate it, a court is going to say you have violated the Constitution. Okay. All right. So where you're sitting right now, are you seeing this go, to go is going to be uh, a decent uh, you know brought up in committee and and taken care of and not have you know, some last-minute, you know, material come up against us? Yeah, yeah. I'm still talking to people, um, uh, you know, right now and, and trying to communicate with folks and, and make sure that they understand that this this bill doesn't do – I mean, it, it is – it's a shame that – I mean, I wish that we had a gun organization out there that was to the right of uh, of um, NRA that would take up some legislation 
like I have a bill that deals with um, nullification of federal um, firearms. You know, that's something that would be great if we had an organization be willing to take the, those type of things on and could be seen as a legitimate organization. Well, when they come out and they attack a good bill with erroneous information, it really makes it um, hard for that organization to be credible. And so, you know, I, I just you – know, we got a great bill here. Um, you know, the, 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 there are no boogeymans behind the rocks. There are no traps. And I feel like all we have to do is communicate with people, and we'll end up getting it done. I got you. Well, keep up the good work, my friend. We appreciate you giving us the time, and I'll let you get out the door. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right. State Senator Bob Ballinger here on the Dave Ellswick Show. And I'm just saying, don't throw the baby out with bathwater here. Come on. This is a good piece of legislation. And uh, if you start, look, any piece of, of legislation, if you get where you're nitpicking it, you can find something you'll not be happy with. You got to be able to find what you can live with and what you can't live with. And I'll be honest, I can live with this uh, piece of legislation that uh, that Bob Ballinger is, uh, you know, putting up uh, to uh, the people of Arkansas in the state legislation uh, through the uh, the General Assembly that's getting ready to again come together starting the 11th. Hey, don't forget about David Lucas Financial. They've got the ultimate retirement planning checklist. You need to get one of these. Uh, It asks you 31 very pertinent questions that you should be able to answer. Uh, If you have some that you can't answer, uh, you could literally put your retirement off the rails. You don't want to do that. Remember what I always say. In retirement, you want uh, your money to outlive you. You don't want to outlive your money. If you outlive your money, That means you have no money while you're trying to live, and that is disastrous. So you want to have money coming in, letting you live the lifestyle that you want to live when you retire, and the Ultimate Retirement Planning Checklist can help you do that. Be one of the first 10 callers right now to David Lucas Financial at 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. Uh, the investment advisory service offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, we're back with you here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, KATV, that's Channel 7, uh, had a, a little segment they did about the electoral count that will occur today. Thought I'd play that for you. Here's what they had to say. The usually quiet affair and ceremonial affair could involve some fireworks today as some GOP lawmakers plan to challenge the process. ABC's Faith Abube is in Washington with the latest for you. Overnight, President Trump denying reports that Vice President Mike Pence told him he lacks the authority to overturn the election in his favor. In a statement, the president claiming he and the vice president both agree Pence, quote, has the power to act. Pence is expected to oversee a joint session of Congress today as they certify elect for President-elect Joe Biden. According to the Constitution, the vice president's role is merely ceremonial, a job that only involves opening envelopes that show electoral college votes and announcing the winner. But President Trump has now repeatedly suggested falsely that Pence can do more to benefit him. I hope that our great vice president 
Our great vice president comes through for us. Sources tell ABC News during a White House lunch on Tuesday, Pence pushed back on the idea, telling Trump he has no authority to overturn Biden's win. Trump's own lawyer agrees. If that were the case, any vice president could refuse Andy any election. Still, the usually quiet joint session to certify the electoral vote expected to be full of political theater. 13 GOP senators and 140 House Republicans say they plan to reject Biden's electors. Other Republicans quickly distancing themselves. There is no role for the Congress to object to to the electors. Meantime, blocks from the White House. Scenes like this. As many as 30,000 Trump supporters are expected to gather for demonstrations. President Trump also expected to join. The National Guard deployed to provide, quote, traffic control in the city. And despite any objections today, Congress is still expected to certify the presidential election results for Joe Biden. But it will be a long day on Capitol Hill. Faith Abube, ABC News, Washington. All right. So, you know, thing that I think everybody has to understand, and I was just talking during the break uh, to uh, Heidi about this. And what really concerns me is I'm a constitutionalist. Uh, the Constitution sets down the rules of how elections go from a federal standpoint and then gives the right to the states through the Tenth Amendment uh, for them to conduct the elections in their state. So it seems to me if there was widespread fraud, uh, it is up to the people of those states to deal with it. And to clean it up. It's what, I mean, look, I mentioned earlier today when I first came on that I've seen cheating in elections, real cheating when I was a news person at uh, uh, W, um, uh, gosh, what was it back in Chicago? J, not J-O-B, that's the first station I worked at. Anyway, uh, it wasn't BBM. Uh, the station has had its call letters changed and it's a sports station now. But uh, they were, you know, I was a reporter for them. And uh, I remember boxes suddenly coming out of back closets and things of that nature and and cheating. And you know when it got changed? When the people got fed up with it. When they got sick of it. When they took it upon themselves to take care of it. Now... In the future, is there going to be a, a schism in America? It's possible. I think that is possible uh, because I think that there are groups of people that hold to the Constitution and there's great groups that do not and think that the Constitution is not worth the ink that it's uh, paper that it's written written on. And and. That grieves my heart hugely. Now, Dr. Nadelson is going to be on with us Friday at 735. And he's a great constitutional scholar, and we're going to talk to him about this. But I think that Cotton and Bozeman and Hill are correct in their assessment of the constitutional authority of Congress. I do not want, and I hope you don't want, the federal government to control the electoral process in this nation. I want states to still have 
some control over that. I don't want to have, we've got to use this type of uh, a voting machine and we've got to use or this kind of ballot or, or whatever and be dictated uh, by, you know, those over us in Washington. I don't want that. Now, again, I'm talking from I'm talking from the heart to you that it is the Constitution that we must hold to here. And perhaps it doesn't help us to hold to it because we're playing the role straight on with the Constitution, which we say that we want the other side to do, but maybe the other side doesn't do that. And that's why I asked Congressman Hill that let's say both of these Senate races in Georgia go the way of the Democrats. Perhaps that's the spoonful of medicine that needs to come to the American people to see, is this what you really want? For two years, you get to live under this crap that the Democrats are going to want to force on you? The Green New Deal and all the other stuff that they want to force on, they're still going to have a hard time forcing it because there's uh, senators that are in the Democratic Party that are going to fight tooth and nail not to let some of this stuff to go through. And there's some uh, Democrat Congress people that aren't going to let some of this go through. So uh, Pelosi and Schumer are not going to have an easy ride on a smooth glass sea to try to pursue uh, what the Democrats want to do. But let's say they get some of the stuff through that they want. And people see what it's like when you set it on fire, when you set our our country on fire. And that's what they'll do. They'll set the country on fire. Then in two years, we go back to the polls. We go back to the polls and we'll see what is it that the American people really want. Now, I am going to say this as well. If the electorate says this is what they want and we're in the minority and it's not what we want, then we've got a decision to make. Do we fight to try to get back to what we want or do we throw up our hands and maybe say, well, when I retire, maybe I'll go to this country or that country and maybe we leave. I mean, those are viable decisions that are going to have to be made that every American is going to have to make. What's, uh, what's going to happen? The, big, the biggest defense that you have is uh, unless they can pass a law that is consti- you know, constitutionally can meet its challenges, that the states that do not want to be under those type of laws fight it in the court system. And that's what the president has given us, I believe, in our Supreme Court now with a 6-3 conservative bent. Now, don't think that the other side is not going to try to change that. But uh, it would tell me that perhaps, uh, you know, people like uh, uh, Thomas and some others would stay on uh, and try to see another Republican president before they will retire. All right, we're out of time. Tomorrow, Thursday, J.R. Davis and uh, Seth Mays will be with us in the first hour. Second hour, typically uh, on a Wednesday, we'll be uh, 
uh, Duck and Joe with me at 6, but since we're not doing the 6 o'clock hour anymore, they'll join me tomorrow in the 7 o'clock hour here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, I think that people want their uh, car questions answered, and that will bring them back into the studio while you're listening, and you can call in tomorrow and ask your questions as well. That's all coming your way tomorrow here on the Dave Ellswick Show. On uh, Friday, Shane Stack's going to join me at 6 o'clock hour. We'll talk about movies. We'll talk about um, what movies we think are going to be big during 2021. Right now, it's going to be a difficult call. Our theater is going to be open uh, the way they're supposed to be in 2021. We'll talk about that as well. And what does uh, streaming on HBO Max and all the rest mean uh, for us as far as uh, the movie buffs? And then uh, Robert Steinbach and Chris Corbett will be with me from 7 to 8. And we'll talk legal issues right here. In fact, probably some of the stuff that we're talking right now. And Dr. Uh, or Professor Nadel's going to be on at 735 with them to talk about the Constitution. All that's coming up. Look, it all depends on what the Constitution says. That's the law. We've got to hold on to the truth. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. I'll talk to you tomorrow.